Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz And the tears start coming. Hi, AfterBuzzers. Welcome to the original Season 3, Episode 14, A Streetcar Named Desire. That phone you hear ringing is actually part of this incredible fan-made video. It's a Claroline video because this episode had all of the Claroline feels, not to mention the Colvina feels, and a lot of other ships. We will definitely get into it. I'm Roxy Stryer, alongside an amazing panel, of course, as always, Katie Campbell. Hi, guys. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. And our special guest for the night, who we had to bring in for this show, Sam Davidson. Hey, guys. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. I'm in the live chat, and I think I'm the only one that hasn't cried tonight over this uh, fan-made video. (laughs) She's so full of it because I saw tears. I saw. Weren't they welled up in your eyes? They were in my throat because I was laughing and crying at the same time. Can you have tears in your throat? Oh my god, even just, you guys have to go watch this fan video. I tweeted it out. If you are Claroline or not, you will get the tingles all over your body. Did you not get chills at least? I did. You'll start laughing at the beginning and then towards the end you'll cry. Oh, as it builds. I had tears in my eyes. And I had the chills I did throughout too. the whole thing. Yeah. We've been waiting a long time for this. Uh, and we've been waiting a long time for another crossover episode. We talked about it just now on the Vampire Diaries after show just before this. So make sure you check that out if you're curious about everything that happened on the first hour of this crossover. Uh, we'll be sticking to the originals part of it tonight. But I'm sure some things will probably get interweaved because they really made Stefan and uh, Klaus the main through line of these two episodes, Mm -hmm. which was cool to see because we missed them. Yeah. A little bit of a bromance. Uh, So we pick up where Klaus has agreed to help Stefan out. Why does he agree? Why does he help him? Caroline. Yeah. (laughs) Because he loves Caroline so much. Uh, So he he goes, he saves Stefan, and then he decides that he's going to go one step further and actually introduce him to a witch who can help him uh, be cloaked from Raina finding him. When he said that, did you guys know he was talking about Freya? No. Didn't cross my mind. Nope. I, what crossed my mind was like, oh my god, how did I not put those two together ever? Because they would be perfect. I. They're legitimately perfect. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be the bartender that we saw in the flash forward on the Vampire Diaries that told Caroline that Klaus isn't, hasn't been around for a while. Mm-hmm. And I thought, because we saw her right away too. 
I don't know why, but when anybody says, let me bring you to a witch, I just think Bonnie. And I'll always just think Bonnie. I don't know. Freya, I guess, is our resident witch. Why doesn't, why did none of us put that together? I don't know. Because she's different than the rest of her family and the rest of the witches, most of whom we've met, for that matter. And he could have said sister, and then we would have known. Mm, That's true. I have a theory on what happened with the Freya Stefan stuff here. So remember that one line when we finally do get Freya helping out Stefan? He's like, "Uh, full disclosure, uh, I, I dated your sister. I loved that. I don't think that was in there. I think that the two of them had so much chemistry that they didn't want our fan brains to go there. So they were like, ooh, uh, let's nip this in the bud right now. Like, But here's the thing. You could take that the opposite way. The fact that he said it meant, hey, I feel some chemistry. But like, just to let you know, I dated your sister. So that could be throwing it at us. Did you even feel the chemistry? I felt it. Yeah. She can't even lie. Can't lie. It was there. <laughs> It was there, and I, and Freya was trying to be so cool, and but you uh-huh. could tell she took a look at him and was like, oh, oh, okay, all right, let me just try to take this in and um, just let let's have a little combo, Steph. I felt the chemistry, but I don't see anything happening because they're on two separate shows. But mm-hmm. yeah, right now we did just speak about that though, Katie, because you had right. a genius. Genius it's, title if we ever you. merge shows. The original Vampire Diaries. If you couldn't tell by my tone, I was being sarcastic, although apparently Sam not. thinks it's a great title too. I didn't say it was great. I'm just saying like I would still watch it and if it doesn't happen then Kitty and I are gonna create a, a vlog, a weekly vlog about what would have happened. Oh. On the original <laughs> vampire diaries. Yes. I love it. Perfect. So if we did merge, could you guys see this potentially being a thing? No, because there's too much going on with Stefan with this Valerie thing that is going to play out for a while. And in three years from now, he's with Valerie. And we still have Sterling. They could not have built that up for us to just drop it like this. There's going to be that in the future. You know, yeah, they couldn't do that. Like showing us what three years down the line looks like and letting us know that they're not going to be together. Yeah, they wouldn't do anything like that. (laughs) Oh, you're being sarcastic again. I didn't even catch up. (laughs) You guys, I'm really sorry. This is a really hard name. Paola Alejandra Caladron Sanchez said... sexy, though. (laughs) Very sexy. Paul had chemistry with all... All the girls he knew in NOLA, which is kind of true. It's, well, you know what? He, and let's not forget, we don't know if Rebecca is ever going to come back, which I hope she does. We all hope Claire Holt comes back to the show. That's true. And if she did, then that would all be super weird with Freya. Mm, yeah, that would. Uh, there was another moment with Stefan where we have to talk about, which is Wait. him... I just need to say really quick about not being... It wouldn't be too weird because we see it on the Vampire Diaries with Elena dating both brothers. So Stefan could potentially date both sisters if it was going there. Oh, my God. But it's (laughs) Stefan. True. Uh, So just to throw in another girl in the mix to make it as complicated as possible, Stefan also is in the trunk of a car with Haley uh, as they're exchanging words. This was... Katie, what is that grin about? Did you love that? The whole time, I just felt this severe chemistry between Paul and Phoebe because I honestly think that they're so cute together in real life, and I love their posts about each other on Instagram. It's adorable. Oh my gosh! And I think that that was that must have been really fun. I just kept thinking, oh, how fun! That's fun for them. And I felt a chemistry between them, but I felt them trying to not have that because the show's not going to go that way. And with their characters, I don't think they're going to do that. But in real life, I just 
I felt it. I completely them. agree. It was adorable, though. Yeah, I'm gonna sound like Katie right now, but I think that any contribution of Stefan to like any lady's life on this show would be a positive thing. Because mm. he's a good dude. He's yeah. A, yeah, he's a good dude, and he is helpful and sweet and sexy. And so any of these women would be. I mean, I'm sure they could make a storyline with him and Haley. I don't think they will, but like it could happen. Do you think he's a good dude who now is going to have to keep running, or do we think that Freya's patch is going to hold? Because to me, it looked like she was putting a Band-Aid on a place that needed a cast. Because she wants him to come back. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and he ended up ripping it off, so he's going to have to go back to her to get it again, right? Mm. Mm, I hope he gets something from her again. Well, Well. he's running for three (laughs) years. Something works. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Uh, I, I just thought, interesting, Freya, powerful, she, everybody else is so scared of Raina, so afraid, and Freya's like, beep boop, let me just put some clay on your chest. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're good to go, like, totally she cool. kind of treats him like a stray dog. Yeah, a little bit, takes him in, does that. Well, she brings up the prophecy, too, and kind of suspects him a little bit. Mm. As if he's the... She goes, friend or... Oh, that's foe. a good point. I don't even know if I... I don't think I caught that. Because we we learned... Uh, well, we knew, but Freya learned what happened with Elijah and Rebecca, mm-hmm. which she didn't even know. So we already have one by family. Now anybody walking in the door, friend or foe. Not that one's better than the other. And he's an old friend, yeah. is how Klaus introduced him. An old friend. You know what? He said it several times when he Klaus was in the Vampire Diaries <laughs> and, like, this episode, and he's saying it again. Gosh, so now that makes me think that because they keep on saying Stefan is an old friend, an old friend, he could be part of he the He uses prophecy. that terminology a lot, though. Called people old friend, I feel like. But he said it so many times, and Stefan even said, like, we're not really old friends. I don't really think that's what mm. you would call us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, interesting Interesting to bring up, though. Food for thought, for sure. Yeah. Uh, guys, I, I can't wait any longer to jump into these ships that I am so desperate to talk about. Based on the Klaus-Stefan conversations tonight, we have ships flying left and right. First of all, we have Clayley going on because... For the first time, I feel like somebody from the outside acknowledges the relationship between Klaus and Haley and how much she cares for him and how much she loves him. Clayley fans must have gone nuts over Mm this. How did you guys feel about it? You know, I think it could go... That's what I love about this show, too, is that they drive us crazy because it could go any way that we want to look at it depending on who we like together and who we see together, you know, how we're looking at the whole situation. I think that it could have meant, you know, she's in that car because she loves him and she's, you know, there's maybe a future for Clearly. I don't know, but I'm still Elijah always, you know, but... (laughs) I'm with you. I Yeah, Elijah. I think, like, he is her family. He is Hope's father, and she said that as well. So maybe right now I think it's more so she's saving him because... That is her family. It's Hope's family. Yeah, I I agree. I think that because she didn't have parents growing up and she, want, you know, wishes desperately that she had both a mother and a father and she feels like she missed out on that, that's why it's going to be so important for her to keep Klaus in her and her daughter's life. And I also think it was interesting for Stefan to be talking about this because he sees that there's a baby in the picture, Hope. So those are the two parents that they need to be there and protect each other and be there for each other. And I wondered if in some way he thought about 
Caroline, although she's not the mother, actual mother of the twins, but she's the mother figure, and Alaric, he'll accept that them to being a relationship because of this situation. Mm. I wondered if he was thinking about that. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, what I will say is that Haley has become my favorite character on the show. I think that she is such a strong woman. We don't have to worry about her being like a damsel in distress or somebody having to come in to save her because she can kick butt with anybody. And also, she is so fiercely loyal because we are standing up for her. She does stand up for Jax, which we'll talk about later and, and avenges what happened there. Same thing with Klaus. She'll fight for him. She'll fight for Elijah. She really is so truthful and loyal that I think she's one of the most kick butt women on television right now. Yeah, I love her. I agree, but let's not forget that the poor girl is half vampire, half werewolf, you know, is a hybrid, and that also makes you kind of like a psycho. Yeah. And Oh, woe is me. I live forever. I'm so... I get to turn now whenever I want. I, my life is so tough. You really feel bad for her? No, I think it's probably a lot of horror, weird... Not, I don't know what vampire werewolf hormones would be called, but there's probably a lot of stuff going on mentally. Especially when she was just pregnant. Like, yeah, you've got your hybrid pregnant and post-pregnant hormones. <laughs> Those are yeah. crazy. Wolves are always supposed to be loyal, right, too? Dogs yeah, are loyal. Like exactly. Dogs, yeah. So I think that that's instilled in her. Yeah, I think it's awesome. So that was really cool to see... Um, Klaus Haley stuff, but what I obviously enjoyed infinitely more was listening to Klaus and Stefan talk about Caroline. It didn't even bother me that Klaus was okay with Stefan and Caroline being together because I feel like Klaus loves Caroline so much and knows right now he can't be with her. He just wants her to be happy and deep down he, I believe he thinks Stefan's a good guy. So, as opposed to all the other people she's been with where he didn't respect them, like a Damon or a Tyler, I think he actually thinks Stefan is good and was trying to make it so that Caroline was happy. That's all he really cared about. I think he cares about her happiness, but I also, too, think it's a little bit of the fact that he's got his own love stuff going on in his life over here. I don't, I don't even care about that. I don't think he does. I know, but I care. Notice that he didn't mention Cammie once. I was yeah, confused. Uh, well, she was mentioned once in the episode, and he said, like, don't you say her name to Aurora or something. Don't oh, you yeah, mention her. I'm saying he didn't mention her once to Stefan. Like, by the way, I'm kind of in love with somebody. <laughs> that did not come up. Stefan's mm-hmm. like, are you? do you still love Caroline? Do you still have feelings for her? And he's like... I've got a lot going on right now. He never denies it. He never says, no, I have no feelings for her. I really think that this was us leaving doors open and not closing anything. How did you guys feel? Um, I think that it's just not going to happen for a very long time, if ever. They both have, uh, him and Caroline, have so many things to <laughs> deal with. Mm. But yeah, it, it's a possibility. I read it somewhere. I forget where it was, but his exact words. And yeah, he didn't say Cammy's name, but it was alluding to the fact that he's got another. He said, I'm, I have enough complicated women situations as it is right now. Is that what it was? Yeah, which I think he was talking about Haley and Cammy and Aurora and the whole thing. Oh, God. Didn't stand out as just Cammy to me. 
Which maybe he's just annoyed with her right now because, you know, she has gone a little cray-cray. Well, uh, Cal and Kent said that Cammie is an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Which kind of does seem that way after the whole Caroline thing happens. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Uh, did you guys find it strange when Klaus told Stefan to leave if he wasn't... Uh, like not if he wasn't serious, but if he wasn't going to stick around, that he should just let her go. No, because he cares about her mm-hmm. and her well-being, and he was fearing for her life. He fears for his own life against this Raina person, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that he's worried about Caroline there. But I want to say about Cammy and Klaus. I'm still a big Clamille fan. I love them. I know that things are a little weird right now because she just turned into a vampire, but. Caroline, I love that too. And it was epic for Klaus and it was something that we never saw before with Klaus and it was first. And then you go back and you think, Stelena, Stefan was epic for her and they said that. They said those exact words. That's your epic love. And and it was first. And I still hold on to that and I always will till the day I die. <laughs> and turn but, into a vampire. But hopefully. I still, yeah, but I still respect Delena. I respect it because I love love. But Lover of love, Katie yeah. Campbell. Uh, yeah, but I'll never stop hearing the words, I intend to be your last. And so that just p- keeps playing for me with Klaus and Caroline. Like, he intends to be her last love. So he's just going to have sex with her and then kill her? Um, That's not exactly me. how I took it, you know. <laughs> uh, but there, there was a lot of really good ship stuff in this. I think that it satisfied a bunch of different people, even... Um, Jaylee fans, which again, we will get to in a little bit. Sticking on Haley for a second uh, and her being this tough chick, she tonight had the scariest moment for me when she goes to find Lucian and, oh my god, that building was like the creepiest haunted house of all time. The music was scary. Mm-hmm. Everything. Just the way it looked, I was like, this girl's gonna get something really bad's gonna happen uh how did you guys feel about her her lucian finding and also did you think he was dead when she first found him no desiccated totally desiccated yeah but i i was like oh okay that's where he's been because we've all been wondering where has lucian been just like he's been in a closet like i'm just chilling it's okay lucian time to come out of the closet like we're we're coming to get you (laughs) so Okay, so this is what I was thinking in my head. I don't know where to lie with... Because Lucian, I don't trust him. And I was thinking, he loved Aurora, so maybe they were going to team up, and then we didn't see him for a while. So he's been in the closet, desiccated. But could this possibly be him working for the other side still? I don't trust him. I trust him less than I trust Enzo from The Vampire Diaries. It was strange to me how much he didn't want to break the sire line or how much he wasn't okay he was trying to save klaus because i know he was worried more that it wouldn't work and then they would all end up dead but it also seemed to me like he just didn't want to be unsired from klaus which was really weird maybe he feels no yeah i don't know well he should feel well because if he died klaus wouldn't die but i could imagine him feeling some kind of protection or loyalty, and at the end of the day, as a sire, you're supposed to feel loyalty. That's part of being a sire, the mm-hmm. sire bond. And we'll get into this way later, but the fact that we think people are coming after Klaus that's going to be his sire is confusing because you think about Vampire Diaries and what we know about the sire bond. Yeah. But it's broken, so if the bond's broken, I guess the yeah mental bond is. But you would have to think, if you 
say the sire line, just this is something I think about all the time. Say it's not broken for a second. Just say that everybody is sired to the uh, the original. You don't know one person you like from that sire line? Like, because killing the original kills all of the vampires. And Why would you want to kill the person if, you, like, really, you don't know anybody that's been sired by Klaus? Sometimes you don't even know who sired somebody. You don't know anybody that you want to keep around? Think about how many people you would kill. Yeah. So we even a lot of vampire friends. Right. So even, like, when they're going after each other's side... That's a scary thought. Maybe you think that you were sired by somebody, but really you were sired by somebody else. Someone else in the chat uh, said, uh, let's see, Asma Mohammed is Lucian, or no, Lucian was Klaus first, but someone also said Naomi Clark that uh, Lucian and Enzo are very similar. And it's kind of a, I kind of like that comparison. I do like feel... Like as characters they're similar? Yeah, as far as their bond to, like, our core people, our protagonists, and their wishy-washiness of ways. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he's got his own agenda, though. I don't know if he's necessarily ever on our side. Hmm. And also, I see a lot of people, I've been seeing it from the beginning, that Frucian is coming, so Freya and Lucian. Do you guys see that? Not what? yet. Lucian has a lot of growing up to do. <laughs> like, I'm still looking at him carving faces and being, like, all Joker-like. Oh, yeah. So, uh, no, I would, as of right now, uh-uh. Uh-uh, boyfriend. I think if anybody's picking up on it, it's from the scene with them going back and forth as she was using him as a source of power. Right. What would Stefan and Freya be? Uh, Freyan? Freffin. Dea? Freffin. Guys, let us know what you think, because I don't think any of ours sound good. Freffin is bomb. <laughs> that sounds like something that an itch you can't scratch. Freffin. Like, sounds like, like, a, freffin. like a dryer thing, you know. Stefea? Dryer sheet. Yeah, dryer sheet. Throw what, in a freffin. What about Stefea? No. You, no. Katie, you're the worst at this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you for so many reasons, but making names is just not your forte. Uh, okay, so let's get to the big meat of this episode, even though for me, obviously, it was Caroline stuff. But uh, the brothers are totally being messed with, mostly by the Strix and Davina. So she has both of them uh, in this representational magic place where she, really cool what they did here with the chess pieces, I love that. But she has them both in the pool, uh, and we see that Marcel comes to talk to Davina and is like, D, don't do this. And Davina's like, listen, I know you do things for me, even though uh, you, you sometimes not what I want, it's because you love me. Everybody on Twitter has been talking about this moment. People are pissed at Davina, people are standing up for her. How are you guys feeling? I don't know why, because I I really like Davina, but I'm mad at her for that decision to not take it into Marcel's, you know, take in his side of the things. He's worried. He's scared. And, and I don't think it was, I don't have faith in you. It was more of, does this actually work? Like, is this a thing? Can this actually even happen? Mm-hmm. Protecting her. Yeah. And it, yeah. But I, he was scared for himself, too, with his blood boiling and, and that feeling, is he going to actually live through this spell? <laughs> the chat is saying really mean things about Davina. Um, I think that Davina is by far the youngest person by lifetimes of all of these people. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, is making some dumb decisions, and I'm really ready for her to be on the same team and everyone to kind of gang up and fight the big bad. 
But she's super young and emotional and has had gone through a lot have by herself. Right. And again, to play devil's advocate here, she is 100% confident and sure that this is going to work. So if she's positive, then why not break these sire lines and free Josh from ever having to die if Klaus does and free Marcel and free all of her people? So I really think her intentions are good, but she's foolish because of how sure she is. How can you be that positive? Have you ever done this before? She's not playing devil's advocate with herself. Right, exactly. And she's not seeing why everybody else is so up in arms about this. Uh, probably because she's like 17 years old. And, you know, when you get cocky, you get upset when people don't believe in you. Mm-hmm. So I, her age is really showing in this situation. Uh, but I do think her, the inspiration behind it all is a positive one. Her motivations are good. Well, someone else said in the chat, I can't believe Davina wants to kill Cole's brothers. And I think that's one of, that's what's going to end up bringing everybody together is that Cole is going to come back, obviously, that we see. And he's going to get back with his family. I didn't mm. look at this as Davina wanting to kill Cole's brothers. I looked at this as her wanting to unlink them. Yeah, and I think that she will, but I think that is what will end up bringing them. Because, you know, that's what happens with all the villains on these shows. You hate them, and then you love them. Mm-hmm. Is she making these decisions, though, also with her hatred towards Klaus? Maybe. Because she brought that up. She said, this, he's had his turn. You're, you've had your turn to How Klaus. How strong was she in that moment? That was crazy. It was a really cool scene. It was. Uh, but before we get to that, let's go to the representation, uh, representational magic. Um so we've got Aurora and Tristan here. I don't know how she does it. I do not know, but I felt horrible for Aurora in this episode. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Her and her brother, I felt like this is all she had and it was being ripped away from her. And that she, I think she really is mentally ill. I think she's yeah. sick. Yeah. And I think that nobody takes that seriously enough. And she also, her brother's been messing with her meds and all these things have happened. I feel terrible for her. Think about originally what Elijah did to her. Klaus leaving everything. <gasps> this poor girl. I Even though she's crazy, oh my gosh. She's crazy and I, that shouldn't be an excuse to like her. I hate her so much. I have no, like, I, mm. when Elijah said, you brought up that moment that, think about what Elijah did to her. When he said to her, I don't even remember how he said it, but he brought that moment up that was the best thing he ever did. I was, yeah, yeah, Elijah. It's mean. It's cruel. <laughs> she's crazy, uh, and she does the she does terrible things. I don't think there's anything to save her. Yeah, I mean, listen. If we were to be binge watching this twelve hours a day, we would probably remember that awful person that we saw a few episodes ago. Basically, every every episode she's been in, and I do get why you felt bad for her because I did too in a way, but she deserved it. I'm not saying she didn't. I just felt bad, and I think that that's props to her. I, I really did. Uh, my favorite part about this whole thing, though, was going back and forth between Night King, Night King, and then Klaus's realization. Queen for the woman that we have scorned. Brilliant. That was an awesome, an awesome piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you guys feel about Freya in tonight's episode and everything she was doing to help her brothers, especially after everything we've seen with her and Klaus and, and not feeling as loved as Rebecca? He reassured her, though, and Tiana brought up a great point last time, saying that, yeah, this is how Klaus treated Rebecca. He did treat her not in the best way all the time, but it was for the greater good in Klaus's mind. But were you surprised with what she did tonight, then? No. 
Because she's this loyal and she's a good sister. And she loves her family. That's what she wanted when we met her in day one. Mm. Yeah, I always thought at the end of the day, like, witch is more powerful. Like, being a witch and an original is the most powerful thing that you could possibly be ever. And she's the only one, even more than a hybrid with a werewolf. But she has been on this earth now, in this present day. She's gotten adjusted. She needs some time to adjust. But mm-hmm. I think that she is by far going to be the most powerful and one of the most important that can, that's probably even more powerful than Bonnie Bennett. Yeah, she can fix things with mud, so. Hey, um, got, she got that power. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the sire bond being broken because this is a game changer for every episode to come. Mm-hmm. This matters now. This makes a massive difference. What are you guys thinking? I I was really confused at what they were going to do. I didn't want them to break the sire line because I want protection for all of the originals, but. It's just Klaus, though. Right. But it makes sense that they broke Klaus's because I just kept thinking, we're three years ahead on Vampire Diaries, and they're all alive. So Klaus is alive. I was never worried about what's going to happen to Klaus. So what you're talking about right now, for anybody who doesn't watch Vampire Diaries, is that we see a three-year flash forward Mm -hmm. where Caroline goes to look for Klaus, and the bartender says, nobody's seen him or heard from him in three years. In case you guys didn't see that part. But leading up to that, we didn't know that Klaus hasn't been seen for three years, but the fact that they are even alive in general didn't make me scared this entire season about Klaus's well-being. Because Mm. three years from now, Stefan, Damon, Caroline, who are part of Klaus's line, are still alive, so that means Klaus has to still be alive. So now it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. This makes sense that they did it, and I was happy that they did it for that sake. Because it makes sense to me now. And if they can do it with him, theoretically, they could do it with anybody. So maybe none of the originals are sired anymore to any vampires, which would be crazy. Uh, I I like where they're going with this, but at, at the same time, it was always a great loophole for why people couldn't kill Klaus. Like, he's been so bad. I think he's going to have to either run, which we see maybe he does, or seriously change who he is because you can't piss people off anymore. But even if he changes who he is, there's going to be people out there with some serious vengeance. Yeah. yeah they're not going to forgive him that easily. That's yeah. true. Or ever at all. Uh, yeah. Uh, and as if all of this wasn't enough happening, we still have two major things that take place. Number one, Aya and the death of Aya tonight. Oh, my God. This took my breath away. The moment with her and Elijah and how willing she was to die and how ready she was to be free I, I couldn't I couldn't get over this I thought it was sad but I thought it's about damn time mm. I don't understand and you know when you see those flashbacks and you go oh wow I didn't see that relationship but now I do from the flashback mm-hmm. I never got those two. Oh, uh, I see that uh, he couldn't well, do it though we did learn right that there were supposed to be more scenes mm. I think so they filmed a lot more so it might have made us understand that whole relationship a little bit better on the cutting floor yeah but you know I felt sad for Aya too because I feel like in her mind she really believes what she's saying she felt so betrayed but I don't know I'm glad that if if she was gonna die I'm really glad it was Haley to get that revenge just in the same way as if if Aurora was gonna die I wanted to be Klaus I did not see this coming Haley coming from behind, and when she said it, uh, that's more mercy than Jax ever got. 
I know Tiana melted. She must have freaked <laughs> yeah. out. I'm surprised I didn't get another novel. When T misses episodes that have to do with Jack, she usually sends us things to read. So, yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure she was totally, like, team Jaylee there. I was a little confused or, or kind of intrigued by the fact that I, uh, I was so confused why she wanted to let Tristan go so easily. I was like, is she really driven by that power when they first initially, you know, took Tristan out of the picture and he was they were going to throw him at the bottom of the ocean? I was, why did she flip so quickly? She's so loyal to Tristan and she's been betrayed before. But then I've, we found out that she created this world for him. Was she really trying to look for him at the same time? I, mm. I feel like I wanted more answers with that. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Maybe that was something that was taped, too. We yeah. don't know. Aya's storyline was a, an interesting one for sure, but I was ready to be done with it. And I think that we got our closure in a perfect way. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, because we said it was very important that Elijah didn't kill her, because Haley did, is that going to be something that comes in between their potential relationship uh, in the future? You know, I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. he wanted to and couldn't, and so she stepped in where he couldn't. Um that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Now to the biggest part of the entire episode, the thing that is trending the most, what we have been waiting for, I feel like this is as big as it gets for this show, Colvina, guys. Colvina is back. All that she <laughs> did, every decision that Davina made, she got the two brothers, she figured this all out, and she got Cole Michelson back from the dead and that's where we end our episode mind blown are you guys Colvina shippers too like am I the only one who's like freaking out over this (laughs) no I'm happy about it but there's just got to be some kind of terrible repercussions for this for this spell to bring him back you know, maybe not necessarily from Cole himself. Because not as bad as keeping him there. He was getting abused. Right. No, I'm happy that I, I like Colvina. I'm definitely happy that he's back. But yeah, I've I'm, always really liked Cole. And I was pissed that he got killed in the Vampire Diary so soon. And then again and again and again. But I don't know. I agree with you. There has to be something that gets in between it. And also... I would love for there to be this original story of love on the originals. And I, I don't really feel that Cami and uh, Klaus are that. I would love this young love to it happen. It also, we have to keep in mind, not just the Colvina, but Cole changes the dynamic of everything with the brothers and with Freya on the show. He's so great. He just, like, is a spice that you add into everything and messes everything up. And yeah. It's, and I love him as an actor, that guy. He's amazing. And he was into dark magic, and, and you know, Davina kind of made him a little bit of a better person, but... I feel like he's still going to start throwing some wrenches into things. Definitely, because she is a young girl who's been dreaming of this, dreaming of this, dreaming of it, and building it up to be something that it may or may not be. Now, I'm under the belief that it will be an incredible love, but that doesn't mean smooth all the time. So I think we've got a lot to see here. What's going on, Katie? I'm just wondering what's going on with the whole Reyna. She came in and killed a bunch of vampires. Is she going to stick around? Or what's happening with that? Because it seems like she would stick around to look for Stefan unless he masked it again she just leaves town. Is that what we're accepting? I I don't don't know. 
I'm not sure what she's going to do. Uh, definitely not out of the picture for good, though. I think that brings us to some predictions, though. I need to talk about one more thing. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I literally, Klaus locking Aurora in the wall is oh, my yeah. favorite thing of the episode. Look, OMG, I'm nev- I've never been so happy. Yeah, with the bricks. I forgot about that, yeah. Just like he did with her painting. That's... Uh, this was probably the best episode of the originals that there's ever been, if not the best, one of the best, because we had the Klaus Aurora closure, we had Colvina, we had Claroline stuff, we had Clayley stuff, we had every the Aya's death. Like, think about all that stuff. And the breaking of the sire line. These are all game-changing moments for this show. And it's not even a finale. That's why these uh, two shows, The Vampire Diaries and The Originals, should merge. Because yeah. it'll be so good every week. Mm-hmm. Into The Original Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> you just won't let it go. Uh, let's get to some predictions. This made me... Uh, and now, when we talk about uh, Colvina, it made me want to wish that we started with that Eminem song. Guess who's back? Back <laughs> again. Oh. Colvina's back. Tell, Tell a friend. friend. Yeah. I think our opening was pretty epic, <laughs> yeah, nonetheless. That's true. That is Still. definitely true. Uh, all right, guys. What are we thinking now that we just talked about all these major, major game-changing moments? What do we have for predictions? Klaus is in for some big surprises, and I still, the whole prophecy thing still has to be happening. Something's got to be going on with it. I guess the originals believe, like the Freya thinks that the friend and the foe still have to happen. Right. And I'm wondering, and also the beast, who's the beast? Could the beast be Cole, technically, maybe? Someone in the chat said that. And I'm thinking, you know, it could make a little sense because we had just the prophecy revolving around the three originals, although he is an original, you know, maybe he is going to be the beast. But I also... And Finn, also. That's what I wrote down. I think Finn's going to come out because we keep talking about him. We saw him a little bit in the past couple of episodes, and we keep talking about him. Freya referred to him this episode about how Finn's not going to help the brothers because he doesn't want to so if he gets out I think it would be by accident and I think he would cause problems so he could be the beast Mm. where was Cammie in tonight's episode asked no one ever because so much other stuff went on some people were wondering and some people were also very grateful (laughs) (laughs) which makes me feel bad because I do really like Cammie I think that she is going to come back, and I'm sorry, Roxy, the Caroline thing is just not happening right now. Cammy is Caroline for this moment being. Sicker Caroline, Claroline fans. No, well, oh, Cammy has to come back because of the dark magic that's yeah. so interesting to play with, those tools. Guys, I forgot someone earlier in the chat, and I'm so sorry, there's so much talking, I can't see who did it, that Cammy is going to be the beast. Mmm. Carlos? Oh, yeah, there I it is. I could see Cammy being the friend or the foe or the beast. Yeah, Carlos Hernandez All right. said it. Well, good predictions, guys. Amazing episode this week. I expect nothing less than a great episode next week. In the meantime, though, where can everybody find you, Katie? You guys can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at KatieCampbell13 and YouTube.com slash online. I have a vlog. And our incredible guest, Sam, thank you so much for joining us. Anytime, guys. Thank you so much for having me. You can find me online at samdavidsonentertainment.com and on Twitter and Instagram at samd43. 
And you guys can find Tiana Hobson, who was not here tonight, but will be back with us next week at the Tiana Hobson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald, who will be trying to jump in whenever he can. Uh, he's just a busy, busy bee, but he's at Tigris Hobbs. I'm at Roxy Stryer. We're at AfterBuzz TV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Wherever you are, write a comment. We love hearing what you guys have to say. Uh, we love knowing what ship you're on and why you feel that way. So make sure you write something. We read them all the time. We love you guys so much. We'll be back here next week, same time, same place. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Clairline. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.